Gap Black Bob Gap Gap the backs of a million they died for all lives before we were children some of us we trying to make us a billion on real estate fancy cars and then buildings i'm trying to build foundations like a seminole all right let's welcome everybody to the south congress fan by fan show for cw's the flash i am cameron hawkins and i am joined by travis bryant travis how's it going man what up cam what up audience so, man, it's been, gosh, it's been almost two weeks since we've uh, talked to the people and we've talked about The Flash. Mm-hmm. W- what you been up to these last two weeks, man? What's uh, what's new? What's going on with you? Well, uh, entertainment TV-wise, it's been, it was Jessica Jones all last week. And this week, this past weekend and week is dominated by The Man in the High Castle. So, so those two shows are... Uh, Keeping me pretty busy, plus uh, my normal, normal, uh, normal stuff I've got going on. So I'm, I'm kind of monitoring like what you guys are saying about that show. I'm picking up bits and pieces. Like it reminds me, of, even though I haven't watched The Americans, like the there's, symbolism that they show on uh, nothing the show. to monitor. It's like get your ass in gear and watch it <laughs> and we'll, watch we'll it for and and I will. And we've talked about that. Um, because I want to talk a little bit about the show I've been watching. So tell me and tell us about this show. Oh, well, Man in the High Castle is based off a book. It's based on a book by Philip K. Dick from 1962. Mm-hmm. And it imagines it's an alternate history deal. And it imagines if the Nazis and Japanese Imperial Army won world war two huh. and in this world uh, <clears throat> uh uh what's his name art fdr was assassinated in the 30s so during the depression sometime in there he was he was assassinated and we continued our isolationist uh we don't want to get in it we don't want to get it in it we don't want to get in it ways Germany swept through Europe, dominated, became more and more powerful, and with Japan, Pearl Harbor was way more than just 2,500 dead soldiers and a couple blown up ships and whatever. It decimated the naval fleet, and we had nothing to defend our coasts, and the country was taken over by, by, by Krauts and Japs, and the countries partitioned at the, at the Rocky Mountains. So the Japanese controlled the Pacific states, the, the, that third of the country, and the, the middle, the Rocky Mountain states are neutral, and the Midwest and East Coast are all uh, Nazi controlled. You know, I lived in Wyoming. <laughs> Wyoming would be neutral in a situation like that. <laughs> and Japan ha- also has Alaska and Australia and Puerto Rico, Hawaii, all that stuff. Oh man! So, so those are the two. Uh, global world powers and 
And it's so all oh, the intrigue and the drama, and they haven't even gotten to the sci-fi part. Like, so who do we who do we follow? Like, who's who's the protagonist? Who's the narrator? Like, who's the main person we're following through the show? There's a, a woman named uh, Juliana Crane, and her sister, her half sister, uh, was given a film. So the so in the book, I think it was a novel. I could be wrong, but in the show, it's a film. So there are film reels of what you and I, everybody else listening to this, all know hmm. of World War II. Storming the beaches, you know, that the Nazi symbol blowing up on the top of the building and falling down, you know, kissing a girl, and you know. Uh, un, like when, un, when the soldier comes home and yeah, yeah. All, all that stuff. And it's like, wait, a, like, what is this? I mean, imagine you live in a world where the Nazis and the Japs, sorry, Japanese, that's, you know, <laughs> too, much of, too much of that show. Deep into the show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the Nazis and the Japanese run things, and that's just the way of life. And it's the 60s, so it's 15 years of, oh, and the world war went to 1947 instead of mm. So two more years. Hitler's an old man. His Parkinson's is really like uh, beating his ass, kicking his ass. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and it's just so much uh, drama. So, so, so Juliana Crane, you're following her and her her journey to get this film. Which, when you watch it in that situation, it just inspires you because you you you. It's it's one of two things. Well, it's not one of two things. It's one thing. That uh, those that footage has to be, it's not staged. You can't like who did this? Like, yeah, really? like it's 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 so detailed and so right, like it's, it's yeah yeah. So that's where I think the side the fantasy sci fi part comes in. Like oh, we're dealing with some multi multiverse stuff here, and you know the Nazis in there they were really into the occult. They were really into. Uh, extraterrestrial stuff. There's tons of conspiracy stuff and rumors about what they had and reverse tech, you know, uh, uh, mm. reverse engineering, uh, uh, crash spaceships and stuff like that, and and just all that kind of stuff. And and it, and it's one one detail is not really much of a spoiler, but the Nazis are making their move because they're Nazis and they don't care about some Japanese, you know, they just yeah, or in means to an end. Um, the prince of Japan was like, we travel on a steamliner telling his wife, his princess, while they fly around in rockets. One boy was like, mm. he was like New York to San Francisco in two hours. Mm, gotta love that German technology. Like, wow. early episode. So it's like, yeah, it's, I can't recommend this show. Is that good, huh? Any, any much, any harder than I had, than I. Like what's interesting, like what I'm reading through it, like you know, and just for me, I'm I'm really into time travel, mm -hmm. multiverse, that kind of stuff. Really fits in what I just watched. I say just, I mean it's been a few months, but you just watched uh, Captain America: First Avenger and then Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah. So you know, there there's a bunch of mediums it seems now that are taking that whole Germans with this extra technology, whether it's extraterrestrial or futuristic. Right. Right. So this is definitely yeah. Yeah, a pop kind of pop culture. It's not. It's really crossed over and from the conspiratorial because it's, it's so wide, widely known or thought and rumored mm. that it's yeah. I mean, go back to Indiana Jones and they are always searching for some relics. Yeah. 
So now, like, I'm, I've committed to watching this, too. So this is something we'll be able to talk about a, a bit more in detail here uh, in the next once, couple of days. For once, I'm for something that we all watch. I'm ahead. Like, I'm yeah. through Because typically it's, oh, this is what you guys watch? It's three seasons behind? I'll catch you guys on the back end. Because if you think about it, like, the whole um, – because we had you watch, like, everything in – well, you, you decided to watch everything in the Marvel MCU, like, the whole Marvel Cin- Cinematic the Universe. Movies. And this is starting, what, 2007, 2008? Like, it's – yeah, it's pretty And deep. it was weird with that because the list that you gave me uh, had had Hulk, like, the third movie, even though – The second movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it was the first. It was, it was 08, and then Iron Man came out in 2010. Yeah, because... Well, but they had yeah. to watch it second or third or whatever. Uh-huh. Because they had that little snippet there at the end with him talking to Thunderbolt Ross. Like, speaking of that, have you seen the uh, the Captain America 3 trailer? Yeah, if I watched it live on the VIP portion of the East Coast cast. Like, okay, you're watching it then. So what did you think of that? I mean, you know, it was, I was a little uh, like, oh, this, they were... Everybody was hype about this. Like, it was a good trailer. Yeah, but it's the thing where it means a bit more, again, if you – a bit more if you read the comics. Just a bit. Um, see, but I didn't also, see, like, a Black Panther. Like, I yeah. saw screenshots, but when I watched it, I didn't go, oh, there he is, because I didn't – I don't uh, know what to look for. So it's, you know, pretty much a direct sequel from Captain America 2, but it also draws from the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk movie because – Which I wasn't a big fan. Okay, which I thought was really, which I thought was good, but you know, because he wasn't fighting dogs. But, um, I mean, Hulk dogs, but whatever. <laughs> to kind of touch on that, I'm um, just a little bit because everybody's been talking about it. Um, so the thing that they're talking about are the Sokovia Accords. I remember Sokovia was the uh, like the country or city where Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver were from. So that's basically the city that Ultron raised up and was going to drop on the world. Oh, okay. So the guy Tony Stark's talking to is General Ross from that Incredible Hulk movie. So Hulk's girl's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in the comics, and I think we talked about this a bit on the East Coast cast. Basically, there's a team of mutants um, shooting a reality show, right? Like stopping crime. One of the guys they fight can blow himself up and does like at a school. And so, you know, everybody dies on the scene, right? So that's when they decide that superheroes need to register with the government. Um, And Iron Man's side basically says, yeah, you know, we think we need to take this responsibility to, you know, um, the government. Yeah, like we need to be responsible for our powers and different things we can do. Captain America says, no, like we put our lives on the line against threats that nobody else can control. The least we should have is the ability to keep our families and loved ones safe. Like, we should be granted that. Like, personally, I've always thought, like, you're an idiot if you sign with Iron Man. Like, you're stupid. But I've always been, like, Captain America guy on that side. So, And, and for me, for, for I understand it. I get the rationale from from both characters, especially, especially Iron Man. Like, oh, yeah, I get that. But I would think they would be flipped. Like that's Cap- what everybody says too. That's what like everybody Cap- says. Cap- it seems like it would be because he's America. Like so, let's do what America does. Yeah, yeah but so Stars would be like, "What? I don't mm-hmm. want you." Fi-. But he's all about this. And when you think, like, especially once the alien thing happened, he mm-hmm. he he kind of. I mean, the the, the the 
portal. He had his experience uh-huh. with the black hole or whatever they call it, you know. Uh, he, yeah, oh, we need to be safe. Let's build a dome. And he's all. Uh-huh. So it, it totally makes sense. But initially it's like, hmm. I feel like oh, it would be the okay. other way. But again, like he's from the beginning, he was, at least in, in their universe, he was a public superhero. You know, like Tony Stark is, he's a rock star. You know, he cares about, you know, very few people and they're involved in what he does. Um, what happens? Man 3 uh, over the weekend. Okay. And they blow his crib up. It's just, oof. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons why it's like my favorite Iron Man. It's like, they blew his crib. Yeah. They, oh. High stakes. <laughs> so what's happening here um, as far as that trailer goes? Um, you haven't seen Ant-Man yet, right? No, I saw it. Oh, you didn't see Ant-Man. So, you know, at the end, that's when they caught up with Bucky. Yeah, I watched, uh, me and my girl were going to see it in the movie. Yeah, yeah you ended up going to see it. Here. So I had to watch Ultron, like, oh, before she gets here. Like, uh-huh. you know, I remember like, now. I'll be here in 20 minutes. I'm like, I got 18 minutes of Ultron left. Okay. <laughs> you know, trying to, you know. So, yeah. So, I was, yeah. So, yeah. basically, what it looks like is he's going to be blamed. Bucky's going to be blamed for some type of big international incident. And they basically want to bring him in and hold him responsible. Um, and Cap's like, yo, he didn't do it. So, you guys can't have him. And we need to find out who did it. So, like, that's the conflict, because it's not going to be direct registration, because, like, again, because they don't have the rights to X-Men, you know, that leaves out, like, a big portion of, you know, who would be at war. Like, there are so few superheroes at this point. Basically, like, in that universe, it's the Avengers and Daredevil and now Jessica Jones, kind of. Like, that's the extent of who's a superhero, you know? But you definitely would keep them separate. I think yeah, I think it's going to be a while before that's even like they're going to do Defenders show before that's even, you know, considered. Nobody's going to pop up. But but yeah, so it's, um you know, it's a conflict between, you know, your sense of duty to your friends and sense of duty to your country. So they're going to and like just the fighting in that movie already looks, you know, so good. And then Spider-Man's going to show up way late in some capacity. He just seems so out of place almost. Well, in the comics, the thing is, um. That's the guy they were trying to sway. Both sides really wanted Spider-Man on their side. Um, and in the end, he ends up going with Tony Stark and revealing his identity. Like, at a big press conference. So it'll be interesting how they play, because Spider-Man's going to be a kid in this movie. Like, he's going to be like 15, 16. So, I don't know how big his role is going to be, but he's going to be like the, the young influenced superhero probably you get to see you know some of this through his eyes so yeah i'm i'm excited about that like that one looks really fun like that scene of like bucky and cap both beating the shit out of iron man it was pretty great what i'm thinking you know how these movies work the heroes like in comics the heroes are mad at each other and then that greater threat shows up and they got to figure out how to stop that what i think it's going to be is the red hulk you familiar with that at all well, sort of. I know there's yeah, red, green, and gray. Hulks. Well, the Red Hulk in the comics ends up being General Ross. So, yeah, it'll be interesting if they go that route. I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that one. But no, um, tell you what, you've been watching. Um, what's the, what's the title of it one more time? Man in, the Man in the High Castle. Man in the High Castle. And it's, an, watching, and it's an Amazon Prime. Exclusive. So okay, so you can just watch it. 
have to go out of your way if you don't necessarily like I didn't have a prime account mm. uh, so I had to get me a free trial so I could see it uh, well, well done I, I like you going the, the nice and legal route to do it oh yeah I, I want to be able to <laughs> across all my platforms I lay yeah. till 2 in the morning like an idiot <laughs> watch yeah, just watches what you said yeah, yeah. Happened, so uh, yeah. so outside of watching The Flash and a couple other comic related shows the show I've been watching is Fargo and I love Fargo. I think yeah. it's the, just the best thing ever. It's, you know, in that vein of... I, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Like, I, I want you to ask questions because I'm like, yeah, I can answer them. Yeah. No, no, no. I just was... I was kind of intrigued when I saw the commercial and I saw Bo King Woodbine. Who and is, I said it into... Yeah. I said it in the chat and nobody responded. I was like, oh, snap. Bo King Woodbine is on Fargo? And... Like that's cool. Like I remember Strapped. I remember when when HBO did that movie with uh-huh. Sticky, Sticky Fingers and and Bokeem Woodbine. It was his first acting thing, and he was just like literally this guy off the street, just They're a like, guy, yeah. And he's come <laughs> like I do this movie, and yeah, he's come a very long way, and so he's gotten really good. I, I swear we had a conversation in my barbershop like three weeks ago about him being the worst actor ever, and I just looked at the guy like, "What are you talking about? He's so good." Yo, like, I watched Fifth Element twice over the weekend. Yeah, this was this is how I watch movies. Came just random weekends. I just get the urge to just sit there and watch FX or T- mm-hmm. TNT or something. And and Fifth Element, I just can't not watch it. So good. And, and watch, but oh, watching Zeus as as the president, it's just painful. Oh, yeah. He's terrible, ter- uh, tiny listening. Yeah. He's he's god awful. I told you he broke my gold chain in real life, right? Like I've told you that story. <laughs> and when I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a kid, um, I was at uh, a youth church track meet. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I told you that. And Start basically, he's already, like, he's the guest speaker at the church before the meet. And I went up to meet him, and he just pulled my necklace. And it was, he was strong enough, and it was cheap enough to break. And I just, I couldn't say anything. Like, what am I going to, what am I going to say to Debo? Like, what am I going to tell him? No, the, other than Friday, the best thing he's ever done is, like, his small, small role in The Dark Knight, which he was really good in. You know, they didn't ask him to do a whole lot. Like, that was very good to me. When he throws the uh, the detonator off the boat. I mean, I see that. Oh, you, you never saw The Dark Knight? Is that the one with Katie Holmes? The, no, stuff? it's not the one with Kate. It's the one with Heath Ledger. No, that's the one. The, the one they won an Oscar one, for. The one they won an Oscar for. Come on, Cam, who are you talking to? It's a uh, okay. That, that's not important. But he was good in that. Um, so no, I've been watching Fargo. And did you ever watch the original movie? Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's just one of those things where it seems like I kind of know. Because it, you know, yeah, because it, it touches <laughs> on so much stuff, and like sometimes it's on in the background. But no, it's just, it's that you know, North. Eastern, middle-ish America, you know, this is, this is what, what, North, I North think East. middle America, but I always think of it as kind of the Northeast as I think about North the weather, Eastern. but this is, this is, uh, or Northwestern, I should say, but it's, you know, it's, uh, Minnesota North, and Montana North, and middle, all that stuff. Canada, kind of. Yeah, 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 that, that whole, that whole area, Nova Scotia, <laughs> Canada, but no, it's, it's that area and, you know, it deals with crime in that area and a lot of times it's like organized crime stuff that you don't think exists up there it's the second season of the show um and it's broken down into like mini series 
So the first season has nothing to do with the second. But the second season is following um, like a small time crime family. Um, they basically run, you know, their region of America. And this is, I want to say, you know, a few states north of Missouri. And I'll tell you why. Um, the patriarch of the family basically caught, you know, Alzheimer's or something like he's on his last legs. I think he had a stroke and he's just he's all but a vegetable now. And so the family's trying to figure out, you know, who's going to be in charge. Um, there's the mom, the matriarch, who's super thoughtful. There's the oldest brother who is just cold and calculated. Um, the next oldest brother is, you know, like a big, strong guy, but he's, you know, a bit more, uh, a bit more calm, a bit more thoughtful. Um, the oldest has a daughter who's, you know, kind of and this is set in like 1970 i think 79 so everybody who's 30 something is a vietnam war vet to to you know to give it some uh sure like to give you you know a grip of kind of the situation um so you have the oldest one has a daughter and they also have like a native american brother who their dad took in at a young age who's also a war vet um there's one other brother who's the youngest and he's a hothead all right basically what you see is um him at a diner meeting with like a a county judge you know trying to have some illicit business deal go down doesn't work out he ends up shooting her the cook and the waitress in the in the diner all right so he cleaned everybody up he gets hit too though he gets shot so he stumbles out into the street and gets hit by a car. So when I say he gets hit by a car, I mean he's stuck in the front windshield. And the lady driving, played by Kirsten Dunst, drives him all the way home in her front windshield. To her home? To her home. So she... Like what? Screaming and like... No. Halfway relaxed. And... <laughs> yeah. And she parks it in the, uh, parks it in the garage... Her husband actually finds the guy, um, and they have to end up finishing him off because he's still alive, all right? And he's like, yo, what did you do? And he tries to explain it to him. He's a butcher who plans on buying a butcher shop, and she basically tells him this will ruin all our dreams if the police find out about this, so we got to clean it up. So, so she, the, but she, she drove though, and nobody she drove saw all the way home. And this is like the dead all right, night. So it's like, se- oh, and it's like seventy nine. So yeah, traffic cameras. And all exactly. <laughs> and basically, the plot is, you know, them trying to figure out who killed their brother, them trying to figure out who's going to be in charge of the family, and at the same time, the mob from Kansas City, who is at this point spearheaded by uh, Raymond's older brother, from Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. Um, and basically his main muscle are Bokeem Woodbine and these two Amish twins. Oh, snap. Yeah. And it's um yeah, it's that family struggle to keep Kansas City out of their territory and them trying to find out who killed their brother. At the same time it's this couple trying to, you know, survive the mob. You know, trying to, the crime family trying to track them down. What they do with the body? Um, I chopped him up to and made meat. Out of he's him? a he's a butcher, so he chopped him up. Right. 
Yeah. But did he? But he's a butcher, so did yeah, he go? He's a butcher, so he's no, they did not. They did not feed him to people. Oh, okay. Um, because that just makes him heal. Yeah. Like, right? And kind like, of on I can't, root, I can't root for those people. Well, oh, you'd be surprised <laughs> because I'm what like nine episodes in, and I have no idea who I want to win per se. Uh, um, on the outlier are two police officers. Um, one guy has a wife who is expecting and has been diagnosed with cancer. His father-in-law is his chief of police, played by Ted Danson, who was really good in his role. And then, did you watch uh, Parks and Rec at all? I'm familiar with it. I've seen a few episodes. Ron Swanson is one of the characters there, too. Um, He's a good guy, for lack of a better way of saying it. So, yeah, it's the cops chasing down the mob, being chased by the bigger mob, uh, while the smaller mob is chasing this family. And it's just really, really good. Um, this last episode, I'm just like, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. Like, it's the way that they frame these shows. People can die, who are main characters at any point. Yeah, and it's it's just really really good. Um, yeah, they've learned the formula. Like, I think I think Walking Dead really established that. Walking like, Dead. Well, um, I would say Grey's Anatomy, it, it, but I don't watch Grey's Anatomy because <laughs> people die on that all the time. I'd say Game of Thrones, which is like yeah. the obvious one. That yeah, I don't watch Game of Thrones because yeah, but you know what you know. But yes, Game people because that was died. but you know what I say I don't watch Game of Thrones. I yes, did so. watch the whole first season, so no, yeah, like Sean Bean, they just got him out the paint. Mm-hmm. Like when they were, did he get decapitated? Yep. Like I didn't think it was gonna happen up to the point where it happened. Yeah, yeah, you're like oh, some kind of some sort of swoop in. Dragon, <laughs> yeah. you know, at that point of the of the series, you know, uh, the little girl, uh, what's her face, Aria, uh, Aria, and this is his, oh yeah, yeah, like let me tell you how, and I say again, I'm like I don't watch this show, but let me tell you how good it is. You know, I like went to the spoilers in the books to see when Joffrey died because he had to die because I wanted him dead so bad, I wanted him dead so bad, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, I I was, I yeah I don't I don't play with spoilers. Well, I mean that's happened in the show though, but right? You don't watch, so yeah, like that happened in the show, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I was like, no, he has to die because yeah, totally. Yeah, no, the only no, no, way I, I'll be okay I, in life. When I was on my binge tip last summer, um, that was uh, that was very that was like oh, whew. you know, you could like breathe, like finally, like somebody's like that doesn't. Like don't get a te- don't don't like somebody don't think don't don't be a good person on that show. Oh no, because you, you're getting yours. Yeah. Like it like the whole crux of it I was like oh Shawty was fucking his sister and then little man saw and got thrown out of a castle and broke his back and couldn't talk or whatever like this he was just climbing he was just outside playing. <laughs> but yeah it's. Yeah, I think like Fargo is just so good to me. Like I'm sure the other half is going to have to watch that tonight, and I have to watch it again to see what I missed because it's really good. And then you know, all that said, there's an extraterrestrial alien like element to the show. Like I'm sure there's not aliens, but they frame stuff sometimes to make it look like aliens are watching. Like I don't know what the payoff's gonna be to that, but they have like bright lights in the sky. Like, when a crazy scene happens. So, yeah, I'm like... And it, the thing about Bokeem Woodbine, to bring it all back, his character is really, really well-read, and so he's always quoting somebody famous. Yeah. 
Like it's it's really good. Like where you it just pulls the notes out of nowhere. But yeah, it's um like it's a crime show. It's an organized crime show, which I like. But it's also dealing with these real people who are in way over their heads. It's just so good. I mean, I think it only runs uh, ten episodes. I have like two episodes left, and then that's the resolution. And then you never hear from these people again. Because the the first season, no characters cross over to the second. Like uh, American Horror Story actually has some crossover. Eventually, if you watch it long enough. But don't they play different characters? They do. They have the same actors play different characters. But this the first season finally tied into this season, which is like five seasons later. They found a way to bring it all back. So, yeah. Um. So before, like we're doing all this before we get to Flash. Um. One thing we both did kind of over the holidays, uh, me earlier, you a bit later, both watched Jessica Jones. Yeah. And while we don't want to, you know, go super deep into it, because I think we're going to do that this weekend for everybody who's watched it or hasn't watched it yet. If you want to catch up on that, you know, we're going to probably talk about that pretty in depth. It'll be very similar to our very first episode, except I won't be sick and nasally. So it'll actually be. And my internet connection will be full and. Exactly. So this will be, and what's funny, that's still the thing people listen to the most out of everything we've done. But they love that for whatever reason. Don't sound like real people on there. But yeah, um, I just want to say, it's if you don't read comics, and you don't care about comic book characters, superheroes, or any of that. Like this is at its core a a Netflix show about a rape survivor trying to adapt to the world around her now it like that's what it is at its crux you know it's somebody who survived their rape who is trying to make sense of the world and you know is trying to help other people you know with her same problems get through them and it's just we deal with these big superhero shows that are about saving the world and saving the world is not always saving the world you know, it's yeah, it's it's like okay, if if Ultron is your big 2016, per, you know, 2012, whatever, big four billion dollar presidential uh, election and 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 process, then Jessica Jones and Daredevil are not your city council, but they're like. Your state senate, yeah, you know stuff like just more of a localized, like it's their world. I mean, that block needs to, you know, not be leveled. Exactly. Or terrorist attack or bombs going to happen or whatever the, the, the situation. Yeah, and it's just it's it's such a a different role from so many things we've seen. Like the women are the characters, and the men are plot devices and eye candy. It's just very different, um, you know, from from anything I've probably watched. And I just, you know, I think it's in, in a lot of ways, I think it's better than Daredevil just because it's a fresher story. Yeah, um, I, I don't haven't I seen don't, before. I don't think that quali- I don't think that's a necessary qualifier. I think it's better than Daredevil. Yeah. Daredevil had a bunch of fights and good, good action, stuff like that. But I will take a consistent, great story over really cool organized, yeah. uh, uh, orchestra, you know. And organized. what it is, like, it's right. a it's a detective movie 
Like, it's it's a gumshoe movie, is what it is. Like, she's actually being, and you know, it's Aliens Investigations. She's actually being a detective solving a crime. Like, it's, yeah, it's just and really she's, good. she's dealing with being sidetracked and, and yeah. right there along the ride. Uh, trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, so so let's let's leave it there. Yeah, let's not talk about it anymore because we can do this all night talking about that. So, The Flash, yeah, season two, episode eight, Legends of Today. This is at least for me and you. This is our first crossover episode. This is uh, this is the second. This is the second. Uh, Set second of, batch, I guess, yeah. Yeah, second batch, second set of uh, crossover stuff they're doing with Arrow. They did a uh, this, uh, they did one in the first season. This one, just by where they are in the story they're telling, is much bigger. The problem, the villain, the the situation surrounding everything is much bigger, much more intense. Uh, so I'm really excited to to talk about. Tonight's episode, which we just finished watching a few hours ago, and getting to tomorrow's episode of, of Arrow, I, I set my TiVo and and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that that kind of style. It's definitely a different show. Yeah, it's it's higher stakes on Arrow because people people have mortal wounds. You know, it's um. I don't know, I, it's hard to say it's more hard-hitting, but I think they did something great in the episode to really illustrate why they need each other sometimes. And we'll get to it specifically. But, you know, Barry basically said, like, we can deal with metahumans because we're scientists. Like, we see the problem. There's an answer for it that we know that's a practical answer, even if it exists outside of the realm of normal possibility. Like, we have advanced science for these advanced criminals. But... You know, when this magic stuff happens, we don't know how to deal with that. We got to go to a guy who deals with this. So, you know, and, it's they had a and, reason. And I probably do it every week, but it's just it reminds me of, of uh, an issue that came up in Smallville a handful of times. Like Clark can't do anything against magic. He can't fight magic with strength or I lasers or anything mm. like that uh, so he has to find we go to Zatara more human ways yeah she did uh, she did wait was she a good guy wait when you go to Zatara or Zatanna Zatanna's a girl it was a girl okay so Zatanna so his daughter and and, and she was well of course it's a teenage show CW yeah, yeah, yeah. of course they're gonna get a hot yeah hot, I can't hot remember brunette, dark haired chick she, she's, like she's good black hair. Right. was she good or bad guy she's good and did he ever go to Doctor Fate, the other magic guy? But yeah, it's, that happened more in the cartoons. He, more he or less. could have, and they didn't call him that. That sounds like mm. a gimmick name. So maybe it was. They just. I don't think so. Though. I got gotcha. you. But no. But with magic, it's it's really cool how. Yeah, he. It's if if you're gonna if you're gonna introduce magic, then yeah, you gotta have other magic or. Honestly, ways to deal with it. And something we don't see, um, because again, we do, you know, we do the Flash, we don't do Arrow. Um, well, Arrow does deal a lot with magic and mystical forces. Like, you know, we, um, when we were talking in the chat as everything was going, we talked a little bit about, about Speedy. And because why he's so, human. Yeah. And it makes sense. 
Yeah, when we talked about, you know, Speedy, why she's so quick to, like, shoot people in the throat. It's like, well, that's what happens when you get, that's what happens when you get thrown in a Lazarus pit that brings you back from death and tends to zap a little bit of your brain. So, yeah, there's, there's things like that going on. Um, and probably, you know, here during this off season that we're going to have, I'm probably going to catch up on that show. I'm not going to ask you to do that show too, because we already, you know, we, we, we occupy a lot of each other's hours, but that is something I want to get caught up on um just so i know there's gonna be holes yeah from the jump which it is on netflix you know up until this season so it's there but but yeah um no so let's get right into it yeah we open with barry having a monologue and he's saying you know i've been trying to go faster than ever before trying to catch zoom like he's doing everything he can to push his body to the limit for when zoom comes back uh to put it into numbers Caitlin says Barry can go about Mach two, like at his fastest. Which is the, which is what? Like what is that in comparison to everything else? No, 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 no. Which is what in miles? So I can under. You know. What is it? What is like the number for Mach two? Uh, he was going thirteen seventy something. Yeah, so which was, like, was okay, thirteen twenty five on the thing. Yeah, so it's Mach two like twenty five hundred. Like he can't even, you know, he needs to double what he's currently. Let's see. Mark two. So it's good to have a computer on you. Let's see. Speed of sound is that. Mark two is fifteen hundred twenty-two miles an hour. Okay, so he wasn't two. Okay, I just wanted to know what, how far off was he? Mm. And so what they 13, said was fifteen. So, so yeah, yeah. And what they said was, and probably like him going on the treadmill. You know, you probably can't go quite as fast as you actually could. Um, but. They say that's at least three to four times slower than Zoom. Like Zoom is flying. That's absurd. Yeah. Um, now, what they also say is, and again, like I, I think it's going to come out, but they say no one is sure exactly why, you know, nobody can go as fast as Zoom. I'm telling you, like if it's in, what's in the comics, he's not actually running fast. He's actually manipulating time. Yeah, I think that's the only... That's the only explanation because just going back to season one, Reverse Flash, he was just faster than him. Mm. Like he could tell, like Barry, like know something was different with Zoom. Like, like I, and we, we saw him catch that lightning bolt, and it looked like he made Barry's speed look. You know, he made Barry look like he was running in slow motion. Mm-hmm. It's like he's. Like you can't reach that level without here I am, I don't can or cannot, but it just seemed like too much. Yeah, to be that much faster and then like it's gotta be something different. So yeah. yeah. Um so we have Caitlin and Wells, they're trying to figure out how to help Barry. Um and it kinda leaves off with Wells saying, No, we haven't tried everything yet. So, you know, he's alluding to, you know, what they're gonna do a bit later. Um, we cut to a ship in a harbor, uh, with a stowaway. So the captain's talking to uh the, the longshoreman for me not knowing all these terms um and he basically says yeah we got a stowaway in the brig he's been sitting there in silence for three weeks and he had this jacket with him with 32 knives and then when they finally get him uh ashore he you know, thanks him yeah he says i've waited a long time for this hunt you brought me very close to my prey and when he talks about like so what are you gonna do to us he says yo the cuffs are on you. So the cuffs are on the captain. And then, so he gets the first guy. 
And then the other guy looks at him and says, he's like, who taught you that, Houdini? He's like, nah, I taught him. Mm. And so, yeah, I already know who the guy is because I actually, we talked about it last week about Vandal Savage. But, you know, that's playing into people who don't know necessarily, like, you know, how old this guy is. Um, after he takes everybody out, he does have a vision of Hawkgirl flashing his head. So, you know, you know who he's gunning for. Yeah. We cut to Joe, Patty, and Barry at the lab. Well, he's, real, okay, real I'm sorry. quick, just because I'm, it's on in, right now and I'm watching it. When they showed that he was handcuffed, he's, he's got, uh, he looks like he was wearing some fancy gold bracelet. With some, is, is his source... In turn, well, he's immortal, so mm-hmm. I guess he isn't. But his his magic and his powers don't aren't necessarily internal because I don't, you know, magic it, isn't a thing. It's yeah. just typically. And I don't know again how they're gonna play it, but you know how it is in in the comics or at least in their animated universe. Like, I'm a Cro-Magnon man who found this rock that gave me immortality and intelligence. <laughs> so yeah, that's. You know, that's the crux of him. Now, what they did different here in the show is that his immortality is tied directly to uh, Connor Hall or Carter Hall and uh, and Kendra Saunders. Like it's tied directly to them. So that's not something that's necessarily can. Like that's something they introduced. Um. So yeah, we cut to Joe, Patty, and Barry at Barry's lab. They're examining the crime scene, and they found part of the metal from the knife at the scene. And so that becomes kind of a recurring thing with them trying to figure out exactly, you know, who did this. Uh, Patty and Barry, again, these kids are cute. Like, they're trying not to be affectionate in front of Joe. Um, but, he, he, you know, he gets a kick out of it. It's, you know, dad thinking it's funny. He's like, you guys are cute. Um, and she's, she got him. Like, you know, no, we're just we're being Trying to be professional. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but trying he thinks that's it. even more cute. <laughs> you know, being, being Joe. Um, so, you know, they're a good couple. Cisco and Kendra, our other new favorite couple, they're at Jitters After Hours. Um, and she made a dope dinner. What she have like, like rack of lamb and yeah, she had some kind of like, some kind of like dope ribs mm-hmm. and you know rotten potatoes. I don't know. So yep. and then just, two, and then it was both, all fancy yeah. with both wines and and, and I, white wine. I, I didn't know if you like red or white, so I got both. Well, and then she, like she, she should know her pairing, so. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and you imagine, like, they're, you know, physical with each other. Just by the way they talk. Like, it's very, you know, oh, it's, it's sensual how they talk. They're definitely in the, the make-out and heavy petting stage. Yeah. They're She's like, I don't know what they want to lead to. It's like, and yeah. it sucks, though, but, you know, we'll get yeah, to it's, Yeah, it's not, it's not going to work out the way he wants it to. So she does thank him for Same making... Barry and Patty, yeah. I think they're going to... Because you know that's going to, yeah. Uh, Kendra thanks Cisco for making the transition easy. Um, goes in to kiss her, and then, of course, Vandal Savage shows up, and he calls her Priestess Shira. And so she, that's... She's like, Priestess? Man. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? And, like, side note, because I don't know when this is going to figure in, but later on, you know, she says, like... I've never been anywhere. I'm from Wisconsin. Dog. Can we talk for a second? What? Like, she's not from Wisconsin? No. I like, mean... come on. Like, they couldn't make her from... Well, I guess if she's from... Let me tell you how she's from Wisconsin. She's from Wisconsin if, like, 
after they won that Super Bowl, Antonio Freeman had a wild night with some <laughs> girl. That's the only way she's from Wisconsin. Because there's nobody in Wisconsin that looks like her. Like, we're not even... Like, come on. Like, they they could have picked... They could have said Michigan, and maybe she's from Detroit somewhere. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, they could have at least been narrowed it down to, like, Milwaukee or something. But I'm from, like, yeah, when you say you're from Wisconsin, that means you're not from Milwaukee and you're not from Green Bay. (laughs) You know? I'm not from any kind of large town. Like, I'm from, (laughs) she's not from small town Wisconsin. You know? But okay. But yeah. Well, well, the the other... Oh, we didn't even get to it, so I don't want to go. But go ahead, keep going. Okay. Right, we'll, you'll probably get to it now. Um, so as Savage starts to approach, um, Cisco, you know, contacts Barry on his phone, his little emergency signal, and he does arrive in time to stop Savage from killing Cisco with a knife. Uh, Savage escapes, and Cisco blows Barry's cover under yeah. duress. I go, thanks, Barry. Yeah, and it's just like she goes. he's like, dude. And yeah, they catch her. It was it was a cool shot how they do it. And she's like, I can't believe. And then they're at the uh, like they're at Star Labs. Like you know the Flash. Um, and then they try to figure out why Savage is after her. Now let's. I know we're not taking a tally, but how many people know Barry's identity now? Like without like just know it. Yeah, I mean you know obviously not counting Star Star Labs and Joe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that the Linda chick at his job, mm-hmm. or at, at the paper, uh, this new Kendra. Everybody who's ever the, been fired snarts, for him. The Snarts. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Snart home clan. Uh, uh, old uh, scientist that wanted to be Firestorm and couldn't. Half the, half, hey, I was just about to say, half the people in that pipeline, mm-hmm. if not all of them. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. So, but, but you know what? Even though I haven't been watching it, it's not as bad as Arrow. Because then everybody knows Oliver is Green Arrow. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, um, well, I was think... expecting that kid. Well, yeah, that's all. Oh, that was that's such like that finally paid off. Because that's back when I was still watching. I'm like, oh my god, that finally paid off. So next episode is gonna be crazy. But yeah, um, so yeah, they try to figure out why Savage is after. Um, when they remember the name Shaira, they ID it as Egyptian, but she's still confused. She's like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Oliver gets the idea to, I'm sorry, Barry gets the idea to go see Team Arrow, uh, because of the nature of his abilities. Again, he tells Cisco, like, we're scientists, or we stop metahumans because we're scientists. We don't have experience here. Um, so we cut to Damien Dark, uh, Arrow villain, killing an armed guard, and he's about to steal a chemical bomb from Argus. Team Arrow enters, um, so we have Green Arrow, Speedy, and Diggle. So, so that's really team. her name? Or, or, well, her nickname is Speedy um, as a kid. Like, that's what he called her. That's what Oliver called her. Okay. And so she keeps it. Um, because the other guy, the guy we saw in the last crossover, Roy, um, is Red Arrow, who becomes Arsenal. The guy in the suit? Well, the remember the other guy who was Red Arrow? The other guy who was red and shooting arrows in the first crossover that we saw. Right, but didn't somebody wear like a, 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 a like some kind of who was a scientist, dreamboat nerdy kind of guy, had a girlfriend? He oh, so you're talking about Ray, Ray Palmer, uh, the Atom, who's kind of similar to Ant Man. 
So that's the, that's the kid who played Superman in Superman Returns. Yeah. Um, so he's probably going to be the team lead in Legends of Tomorrow. And he's the CEO of, or he's the owner of the company that Felicity's CEO of. Okay. That's what you're thinking of. So yeah, um, he's killing that armed guard, about to steal the bomb from Argus. Team Arrow enters, um, and they shoot an arrow past everybody that magnetically pulls away everybody's guns. And Felicity congratulates her. She just pats herself on the back. Like you said, it wasn't going to work, and it worked. And and he's like, yo, I'm fighting for our lives here. You want to chill out a little bit? So she's still super, you know, charming and aloof like when she wants to be. So, you know, that hasn't died. But the biggest you difference mean, from you, the last you, time. You mean, sorry. you mean she's the best. That's what Oh, she's fantastic. And the thing that's changed since the last time we saw her, like, they're in a relationship now and happy now. I thought you were going to say she got hotter. But, yeah. Well, no, I mean, yeah, that too. Because, no, I mean, when the last thing I saw was her, like, on a date with Ray Palmer in her superb, nice evening gown dress. And that's, you know, it gets no better than that. That's, you know, peak Felicity. So, yeah. Team Arrow has the upper hand in the fight. So everybody's fighting down there hand to hand. And eventually, Damien Dark gets a hold of Arrow. He's doing the chest thing where you suck all your life force and you die. And Flash enters and speeds everybody away. And Diggle barfs. And I think that's a callback to the last time he was there. Like, that speed power makes him so uncomfortable that it makes him throw up. And he had to actually lift up his Magneto helmet in order to do it. Like, the crazy thing, like, that's clearly a helmet modeled after, modeled after Magneto. Like, it just is. But, um, in one of the X-Men games that I have, uh, X-Men Legends 2, or I'm sorry, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Magneto's, one of his alternate costumes is basically that Diggle costume. Okay. Because it's him in, like, there was a, a while after that first X-Men movie came out that they all wore black and yellow leather for a while. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and one of the guys, Zorn, was a mutant who basically wore that same getup, except you couldn't see his face because he actually had a a neutron star as a head. So he had a mask on always. So, yeah, that's, okay. yeah, it's, I mean, if you're, if you're going to do it, do it all the way. So... Just burning, doing the neutron. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and again, like everybody, like last time we saw it, Speedy was not his sidekick. So she says, we know the Flash. Like, we're good with the Flash. I guess we know the Flash. So, you know, you get that all like new person of the team finding out that everybody's actually friends. And then Barry tells Ollie that he does need his help. So we get to that see. That would have uh, come in handy, you know, if they would have, you know, on their own team. Let people in on. Yeah, can we just like can we stop for a second and talk about you know the events we have with superheroes in other cities? But yeah, I guess there's you know you only get 44 minutes a week. There's no time to do that. Right. Um, so they enter the new Arrow HQ, which I think like looks really cool. It's got the whole like you know laser green motif. Yeah. Uh, you know Barry notices Oliver's new costume. He's like, hey, uh, no sleeves anymore. Don't you get cold? <laughs> And he's like, I spent five years on a north, uh, like a north Chinese island. I don't get cold. And it's like, oh, tough guy. Yeah. But no, that's something you'll enjoy though. Um, the first two seasons basically exist as, you know, half the time it's present in Star City or Starling City as it was. The other half are flashbacks to him on that island. 
And it's just it's fun to see how you know he survives that. So I, I thought it was a nice callback to that. I feel I feel like we went through this before, but are they the same place? Star City and Starlings. Yeah, Starlings City and Star City are the same place. Again, that's something that we missed, but you know, in the comics, it's Star City, and Ray Palmer wanted it to be Star City eventually. So I guess that happened, you know, sometime between our last crossover and this. One. So yeah, it's Star City now. Um, Cisco is not impressed. <laughs> with with Arrow HQ, he's like, yo, this is not what I set up for you guys. Like, this is not gonna work. Like, course, y'all didn't look at the specs that I sent over. Like, exactly. Oh, and she's like, yeah, we haven't had a shortage since yesterday. So yeah, they kind of ignored him there. No, she's like, oh, we haven't had a shortage. Well, since last week. Yeah. Well, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And you got to remember, you know, Barry and Felicity had a thing for a very brief period. And the first thing she's like, you know, she's a concerned friend. Like, why didn't you tell me Zoom broke your back? <laughs> you know, Barry was like, uh, I don't want to talk about that anymore. It's the only thing I think about all the time. And right now when I'm thinking about somebody else, how about we not bring dreams, that up? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, gee, thanks, Felicity. I just forgot. I stopped thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, I was having a pretty okay day trying to <laughs> save Kendra's life. No, so she introduces herself. She's like, hi, I'm Kendra. And Cisco's like, this is my beautiful friend. Who lets me kiss her sometimes? He just, you know, has to make it strange because he's Cisco. Um, but yeah, like again, we're all in this room. Everybody's identities are getting thrown around. Like if she knows who the whole superhero population is right now, the entire superhero, like they couldn't have had her in there and kept their masks on. Like when Batman brings somebody to the cave, Batman doesn't take his mask off. He's like, no, still Batman. And there's a secret entrance. You can't just walk into the bat cave. But also, yeah. they need to start treating that like the president and the vice president in a time of crisis. Like, y'all can't just be at the same place all yeah. together in one, <laughs> in one place where one grenade can happen. One of, grenade! Yeah. <laughs> Theoretically. And then, and then you know. we kind of almost see that happen here pretty soon. <laughs> so, a cool thing they introduced for Barry. Um, they say, well, what did the guy look like that attacked you? And he's able to sketch it, you know, almost perfect, like instantly. And so, and it was awesome that they showed you, and they didn't, they they didn't cut to his back. The, the, and everybody no, looking the, over his shoulder. No, 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 no. The page is the camera looking up at his face, like, yeah. Draw this line. I mean, and that's what I meant. Yeah, like, yeah. And everybody like behind him, looking over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. But no shot that would. And so, I mean, they'd never outright say it, but, you know, maybe a side effect of super speed is, you know, at least to a point, like, photographing memory. Because he was like, that was like, we've never known Barry to draw things well. And he's he like, yeah, was that's what he like. So on point that the facial recognition, like, that they it ran the thing. From lead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when they look at him, because we talked about this a bit earlier, what did they say? He said he's kind of got that Dothraki look going on. So, these people watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, of course. As a matter of fact, I don't think that's the first callback to Game of Thrones on this show. Like, I think something's happened earlier, but yeah, they, they have HBO in, like, the DC, like, television universe. That's what's up. So, that picture is from 1975, and he looks exactly the same as he did in 1975. So, we get, you know, closer and closer to the whole immortality thing. Kendra says she still doesn't know him. She says, but she knows she was drawn to Central City, like, six months ago. And we also get that played on. Like Oliver's mad right away at Barry's lack of preparation and caution. He's like, yo, like, 
you could have been more on top of this, Barry. Like you could have like prepared a little bit more for what's coming. You could have like found some information on this guy. We cut to Caitlin and Wells talking. Well, well, before that, so the actual like fight, you know, what did we get to? Isn't that what we're talking about with uh, with uh, not Vargas? What's his name? Vagrant. Damn it. What's his name? Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage. Mm-hmm. Busting in, and they uh, had to. Oh no 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 no! We're not no we're not there yet. We're not at. The, oh okay okay yeah, okay yeah that's coming. So we go to Caitlin and Wells talking. Um, he tells her about a serum that he made originally for Jay to make Barry temporarily faster. Um, I guess Jay, you know, either did he ever try it? They said, or was he against it even when they were on Earth too? I can't. Like it uh, sounds like he never took it, from what I gathered. He's like, no, I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like because, you know, what we get from them is animosity as soon as we see them together or two. He feels like, man, he might have came in and like, yo, I have this serum to make you faster. Stop him. He's like, I don't want any part of that. Um, Caitlin is actually able to help him perfect the serum, um, because she has bio biochemical background. She even told him like, you're looking at this like as as mechanically we need to look at this biomechanically exactly and he's like what do you mean and i just thought that was like what do you mean what does she mean yeah like like, like, like she's telling you you can't figure it's it's it, it wells would have the wells that i would have thought as soon as she said we need to look at this biomechanically a light would have went off or at least mm-hmm. like a wonder like oh i would have gave her that slight grin that like, wells does oh. Yeah, like maybe I have been like intriguing. Mm. Not what do you mean? Just like kind of a dopey moment for a mm. guy that's like super genius, super smart, and yeah, very very quick. We cut to Ollie's penthouse, um, and Cisco does not like the name Speedy at all. He's, He's like, like, do you know who I am? Yeah, like I this is my thing. And then she tells him she's like, maybe you should cut your hair first. And he's like, yeah, you're just mad. My conditioner works so well. My conditioner game is on. (laughs) So Barry and Felicity are off to the side catching up. Um, They talk about her being CEO of Palmer Industries. And she talks about, you know, there being an Earth 2. And she's like, I wonder what Oliver's like on Earth 2. Probably bald-headed with a pot belly. Like, little does she know, like, he's dead on Earth 2. (laughs) <laughs> Remember? Oh, like from the radio, right. Like, yeah. And his, and his dad or somebody. Yeah, his okay. dad is, is the arrow. Yeah. yeah. And his dad's been outed as the arrow, too. So, yeah. it's And I, oh, Barry doesn't even know. What are we saying? Like, he has no idea about that. That was just a flashback radio thing or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. So that's what, that's what, like, what Wells knows, who will probably maybe never meet these people. Because he's recovering from getting shot, which we'll talk about. Let's see. Um, Barry and Oliver talk. Oliver does apologize for being snippy earlier. Um, and he tells him, like, being with Felicity, like, gives me peace. Like, it makes me okay. And then they cut to a conversation they had. He's like, didn't you tell me guys like us don't get the girl? And he's like, yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong, yeah. Um, so they start to toast to their friendship. And Barry, you know, busts in and, like, steals the end of the toast from Oliver. Which, you know, you like kind of how they play off each other. We're never going to get... At least on like a television level, we're not gonna get Batman and Superman pissing each other off. So this is as close as we'll get mm-hmm. to like you know the the super talented like Olympic level athlete human, and then the meta human who can just do what he wants. So yeah, 
And then Batman doesn't drink champagne either. So, uh, Cisco. Wrong with him. Well, Batman, he doesn't drink. He pretends to be a drunk to, you know, throw people off the scent sure. of being Batman. He's Playboy billionaire guy. Yeah. Like one of the things they do, um, in Batman Year One, somebody suspects that he might be Batman, like Jim Gordon does. So they go to his house, and he's in there with like you know some supermodel chick, um, laid out with her, and he's you know holding a bottle. He looks pissed drunk. Turns out he was drinking sparkling cider, and then sends her home as soon as they leave, because he's not about that life. He has a mission to carry out. But yeah, um, Cisco feels Barry in on the vibe he got from Kendra and about her having wings. He's like, yo, like, why didn't you tell me that when it happened? He's like, yo, I, I didn't think it was necessary up until now. Uh, he also tells Barry he doesn't want to tell her about his powers. He's like, things are going so well. Like, I don't want this to ruin what we have going. Which, I mean, you kind of get because, you know, he was reluctant to tell his friends about it because, you know, he was afraid it was something Wells put on him that was going to make him do bad things. So, yeah, he doesn't want like this to come out with her because he's afraid, you know, how that's going to change their relationship. This is when Savage actually crashes the party. So Barry is able to strap Oliver's quill or quiver on him and give him his bow. At the same time, running by and stopping all of the knives the Savage threw. Well, except one. Except the one that, yeah, the one that caught him and put him on the ground. Um, so Ollie and Speedy together are able to hit him because they're shooting arrows from, you know, two different angles. Like, he can't stop them all. Well, (laughs) the sequence was, um, he stopped all the, the knives, caught the one in the shoulder, and then he gets up, and then he goes to throw another one. And Barry catches it, and he's like, yeah, I can do that, too. And then Oliver starts pew, 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 some mm-hmm. more arrows, and he pulls out a, his, his like Chinese fan to block them. <laughs> and then here comes Speedy. And the hit for me, the head-scratching moment of, of the show. Because with her help, they overwhelm him. She shoots, she, she gets a couple, or whoever gets a couple shots in, in the shoulder and upper chest area, and then she comes in with one, and he goes, Thea, no. And she shoots him in the throat, he falls backwards over the, uh, over the terrace, uh, railing, and, you know, downs, presumably, you know, fit, you know, 20 whatever stories down. And they look over, he's like, what have you done? She said, I ended it. Like, well, no, you didn't, but I get her line. Yeah. And they look over, and he's there's nobody you know, splattered at the bottom, so they don't know what's going on. But the scratching moment is, what do you mean, what has she done, or Thea, no? What, what was the idea of shooting all those arrows at him in a rapid-fire fashion for if it wasn't to puncture his body with them? I mean, so when so when she did, what, why are you like no? I I was so confused. Like what? I think he's like he doesn't was trying to kill. In the first like in the first season, season and a half, like he was killing people. He was shooting people to kill them. And as time went on, he became I shoot you to incapacitate you. Right. And then she was like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not having that. Not tonight. And shot him dead in his throat. Yeah, I mean, which is like makes sense which i mean yeah but if that's if that's not what your team does 
Like, if not shooting people but in the what throat. what were they doing? What was all the arrows that's for? That's what I'm saying. If they weren't trying to kill him. So her was one that's, of her. Of the 28 saying, like, arrows that they shot at him in, you know, 30 seconds. <laughs> hers, one of her, a few of hers made it through. Or, I don't know. I hear what you're saying. But, you know, you got to remember, this is, this is like the expert marksman of expert marksmen. Like, if, you know, he, he's shooting you in places that won't kill you. He's shooting you in places that'll put you down. Sure. And so, you know, but yeah, she shoots him in his throat. And, like, you always got to wonder, and I how he survived like because he's immortal but how like did he just stick his arm through a glass window and you know grab hold of somebody's carpet as he's falling yeah because no, yeah, you know, why isn't he alive? why isn't he getting up from the ground a bag of bones trying to put himself yeah you know back together or however that would work but he was nowhere to be found so yeah let's see so when we come back Oliver reaches out to Lance for info. Um, Lance being, uh, you know, police detective, his both his ex girlfriend's father. Um, so this is the cop that Joe was talking to in the last crossover. Okay. All right. So um, so he actually doesn't appear, and he's not heard from. So you don't actually get to like see him or hear his voice. Yeah, it's just the end of mm. Oliver's in. He's like, yeah. Hey. And then they're like, well, I know somebody else we can reach out to. Um, this is where Cisco actually does tell Kendra about his powers. Um, and he says what he saw from her. Um, so hopefully, like, he's using that to try to find more info on Savage. I think at the time, he thinks maybe she is holding something back. So if I'm honest with her, you know, she'll be honest with me. So we get our, you know, our Undertaker moment. Lights go out real quick. We come back up, and it's Malcolm Merlin and the League of Shadows. Um, and they're just, like, in there. You know, there's no, like, nothing rustles. Like, you got no alarms or trips. Not you know? a rustle, not a sneaker yeah. squeak. <laughs> They're just nothing. there. They yeah. just, hello, gentlemen, or whatever the hell. They just... Yeah, and he tells them, like, oh, I think there's a lot you didn't, you didn't see coming. It's like, we right. didn't see this They're coming. Answering, they're answering, like, oh, you're not only appeared. You were already you've been, here. You've been here listening to our daily <laughs> yeah. conversation. So, so he pops in. Um... Caitlin and Wells have finished Velocity 6. And oh, Jay... Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Of course they oh, did. Oh, yeah. Cause that, no, because that's what happens. Right? Like you can build a whole canon in an episode. Like, in, like, you know, two and a half segments, you can make, like, a compound, you know, able to be ingested or injected into anybody. And Jay's pissed. Like, he's not happy. Um, Wells wants to test it on Jay. Um... Yeah, he, he called says, them all the way in there. Said it was urgent, and that's yeah. why he's even more pissed. Mm-hmm. Like you called me down here, uh, thinking something's going on, and you want to stick me with some experimental crap? Yeah, the stuff I already told you I wouldn't take <laughs> beforehand, probably. And yeah, he says, you know, because he once had the Speed Force, it should work on it. And Jay's like, oh, the Speed Force can't be replicated. It can't be enhanced. Like this was a gift given to me. Like it doesn't <sighs> work like that. He was so naive sounding right here. Like, what? It's not your soul, pal. Okay, it's obviously so, like and like like Wells, like Harry Wells said, like science made you. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the like, interesting thing is though, I mean, so few people, as far as the comics go, are actually part of the Speed Force. So, like, you don't know who's right as far as how this is going to play out. Like, we know what we saw, but. 
Yeah, like he was. I think he was right to feel the way that he did. But, Jay. Yeah, I think Jay was right to feel the way that he did. Like, I guess again, this is not a guy you trust. I'm just want you putting stuff and in me. From that, from that sense, from that perspective, sure. Yeah. But the whole yeah, right this indignation of it's yeah. a living, it's a living, breathing thing. The speed force is is Shut is up. like the force studied and yeah. measured like anything else. You're a scientist. Get over it. Get over yourself. <laughs> Um, and, you know, he tells him, like, Velocity 6 can't be trusted. So, you know, and he leaves. He's like, yo, whatever. I'm dealing with this. Yeah, so then he Wells, tells her straight up, don't don't trust him. Can't be trusted. We're near Barry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he said, don't let anywhere near Barry. Exactly. Um, so Wells leaves to get materials to use Velocity 6. He's like, yo, I'm not going to let Jay stop me. Um, so we go back to Arrow HQ. Merlin fills the crew in on Vandal Savage being an immortal. He's like, yo, he was around. Um, what all times did he say he was around? You remember? I eventually pointed out to like he was with Genghis Khan at one point. He was Genghis Khan's most trusted advisor. Mm-hmm. He was was that the first one? So it went back, you know, a couple hundred, you know, eight hundred mm-hmm. years at least. He made like three years. of Marie Antoinette's wigs. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, nah, yeah, he put the uh, he's the one that rang up uh, the apple in the garden he's, of Eve. So, like he so always basically, been so basically, he's the Forrest Gump of like uh, you know, yep. Him. If Forrest Gump <laughs> knew what the fuck was going on, <laughs> like he's like Forrest Gump actually stopping in the end zone and celebrating on that kick return. Oh, it's just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Running home pretty much everything. Yeah, he was gone. And <laughs> the whole crowd says that. Well, he would play for Alabama, but anyway. Let's Greenbow, see. Um, Alabama. <laughs> he says, yo, I, to touch on Forrest Gump real quick, yo, Jenny was really worthless, wasn't she? Yo, she's the worst, man. Like, like, oh, I couldn't. She was really worthless, man. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh. It's just tough to even thinking about, and here his sweet innocent self, just so head over heels, uh, and she just totally took advantage of that. She's just a smut all the way around. She friend zoned him like every and then, day, and, and then came so back was dying. Like, oh, here go AIDS baby. Um, yeah, and, and I'm dead. He likes Sesame Street though. Yeah, but Jenny's terrible. But anyway. Merlin says there's nothing they can do to save Kendra. Um, she's like, yeah, I got to go outside and get some air. Uh, you see Patty leaving a message with Joe about Savage's knife. So there's been, you know, some uh, some new breaking information on the material from that knife. And she sees Wells walking around outside. And she's like, yo, like Harrison Wells. Like, what are you, what are you doing alive? So she recognizes him. So Cisco goes outside to, to empathize, empathize right. with she knows Barry's Kendra. file in and out. And yeah. So, so yeah, she's, she knows, yeah. And again, like, Joe even told her, like, that's the guy that killed Barry's dad. Like, him specifically. So, yeah. Or his mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Cisco goes to empathize and comfort Kendra. Um, you know, so they're talking, and he's bringing her around. He's explaining how, you know, things got crazy when he found out about his powers. Um, but, you know, something you can definitely get through. And, of course, just then, she's scooped up by a man with wings. Now, out of nowhere, like, she was a field mouse nibbling on, you know, whatever field mice nibble on. 
just unbeknownst to her, just here come the brown spotted owl or something. I'm Tamlin. so disappointed oh. in myself for not taking my time <laughs> because I vined it and my caption was like, when your girl's talking to her quote unquote best friend for too long. <laughs> which is, which is, you know, it's, 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 I think that's clever, but you know what I should have said? What? It's Mr. Still Your Girl. Hit that Trey Songs beat. That would have been so good. But yeah, snatched her right up. Um, so, when we come back, we're searching for Kendra. It's Oliver on the motorcycle and Barry running through Star City. Like, we're looking for Kendra at this point. Her kidnapper lands on the roof um, with her and tells her, you know, you look, you look as beautiful as ever. And he's in a calm voice. Mm-hmm. And he says, Shire, it's me. Takes, takes his mask off, mm-hmm. and you know, so he's not hiding. To, to, to expose his, you know, charming five o'clock shadow because it's necessary. But yeah, calm his voice. He says, you know, Shire, it's me, Kufu. And she's like, who? <laughs> I don't know you. Like, she's still lost, but then she sees a flash of their past. She's them together. You know, she sees them in the bed together. You know, all that runs through her head real quick. And he tells her, it's like, you need to wake up, and you'll know everything once you emerge. He tells her he's there to protect her from Savage, and he goes off. He's like, excuse me. He goes off to fight Arrow and Flash. So, you know, we don't have the extent of his powers yet, but he is able to catch Oliver's arrows while in flight. And he's able to beat him fighting hand-to-hand. And we know, you know, Hawkman being Hawkman. He does have super strength, you know, at the very least. But yeah, he's able to fight Ollie hand to hand. Um, and he's also able to catch Flash running at him. Now it's hard to say full speed with Flash, but Flash is running at him. He's able to catch him and lift him, you know, in kind Fly of one motion. Yeah. Uh huh. And then he drops him, you know, from a high level and Oliver ends up, you know, shooting an arrow with a um with a cable attached so he can slide down. So Oliver says, Look, we gotta expose his wings. Um, and so he ends up getting an open wide and then flash slows him down with the, with the arm twisters, you know, creating that funnel, um, to where he's moving slow. Oliver can shoot him down at that point and then Barry hits him with the lightning. And all they use that, they use that move on, on this week's, uh, Monday's episode of Super, uh, Supergirl. Are same uh, with the arm things? Yeah, except it was a, uh, it's, it was an AI Red tornado, huh? Red tornado thing, yeah. So he just lifted his arms up and his hands just start spinning. And the tornado kind of blasted. So let me ask you, like, so Red Tornado is purely AI, not a human in the show? Human was controlling them through the telepathic neural uplink thing. But then he went, when the guy died, because he was like, you know, had the helmet on. uh, What's his, is it Dr. Dr. Ovo? Some, uh, some science guy that created. Yeah, I forget. I forget what the name and, is. And he's like, well, and he's like, you know, you'd have to kill me. So when they struggled over the gun and he did thing powered down, they're like, oh, we we did it, but it's over. And then it sprung back to life. He's like, it's sentient now. So, so yeah, the, um, like in the comics, Red Tornado was like the one android member of the Justice League. Oh. Yeah. Well, Morrow is his name. Rewound, T.O. Morrow. Yeah. I wound it so I could get that picture of her with the eye, with the lasers close, mm-hmm. raging. It's real good, real good scene, by the way. Um, and I watched him explode again, and I was like, did a main piece of him fly away? You know, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think he's 
going going. And apparently the episode's getting got really good reviews. Oh, it did good. Oh, because it was it was a good show. I'm thinking like, mm, is this the best episode they've done? And then Josh said, "What the numbers went back up on this one, huh?" Yeah, this is the yeah, first back time. up to an eight. Yeah, finally, it was literally five weeks in a row. It wasn't as bad as week one, two, one. You know, mm. week uh, week one to two. But it was always boom, tick down, tick down, tick down, tick down. A little more than tick. I mean, tick yeah, it was driving. You know, our shows actually went up the last five weeks. Thought I'd throw that in there. Hey. And don't let me forget iTunes review. Yeah, that's that's coming up. Um, so yeah, let's see. Let's jump back in here. Um, so Barry hit him with the lightning. Oliver's like, you can do that now. He's like, yeah, something I picked up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, so Wells has actually finished the Velocity Six, and he's talking with Caitlin. Um, and she feels like he's becoming more like Wells, like with his mannerisms and like the way he's going about things. And so you gotta she wonder. She told him she's like, he sounded more and more like him every day. Mm-hmm. You gotta wonder, like, we're gonna find out something heavy sooner or later. You know it's coming. So she walks away, and Patty walks in. She's like, Harrison Wells. And he's like, yeah, Harrison Wells. But not, and he starts to say he's not him. And she points the gun at him. And, you know, she mistakes what's in his hand for a gun, and she's she holding him in the, the syringe. Chest. Yeah. The thing that she, you know, syringe. shot him dead in his chest. Right? Um, I mean, kill shit. How yeah. he survived that? Like, long enough for somebody to save you. Yeah, because that was. Know. That's where you get shot to die. Uh, so, Caitlin comes back in. She's like, yo, what have you done? <laughs> she's probably like, yo, I saved everybody, yo. Nobody's going to die because of what I did. So, when we come back, Caitlin didn't know. Or, Caitlin didn't know Joe didn't feel Patty. And she's like, yo, didn't Joe tell you? And she's like, tell me what? She's like, yo, just call Joe. So, you know, we're like, you just wonder, like, like when she finds out that Barry is the Flash, is she just going to leave town? Like, is she just gone? Because it's like she doesn't like secrets and more and more stuff's coming out every day. And, you know, is he going to have to tell her, hey, there's alternate dimensions and he's from there? I don't know how else he's going to explain that. Well, who's who's from there? Well. Wells. Oh, oh, Wells. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, like, that's gonna have to be explained eventually. But no, um, let's see. So we we cut back and our guy, uh, Khufu is chained up at Arrow HQ. Sorry, Carter. Let's let's just call him Carter because that's who he's gonna be known as, Carter Hall. Um, yeah. he's chained up at Arrow HQ, and he explains their connection now. What did I think of immediately? I thought of Hancock. Like the one good thing about that movie was them not quite being able to explain the um the nature of him and uh who was it? Was it? It wasn't Scarlett Johansson, was it? Is the uh, yo? I was having this same. Which one is is the uh the the the, the Russian and uh, Romanov? That's Scarlett Johansson. Okay, so who did Monster? Uh, Charlize Theron. That's who it is. She's gorgeous, by the way. I think she's so attractive. They're both, like... They're, they're both great looking, but Charlize Theron is... That's the one to me. My goodness. But, um, but yeah. So, but remember, their relationship was, like, they were always, like, whatever that generation's all-powerful thing was. Like, they were angels that 
considered angels at one point. They were Greek gods at one point. Now they're superheroes, but they always, you know, lose each other and come back. So that's kind of what we get here. Like, they exist generation after generation, you know, as a couple. Um, which which is the worst? I mean, it's... You don't like that? On. No. Or being like, being promised to the same person forever? No, 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 no. But being... No, no, no. The consequences around it. Like, can we get a win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's and that's yeah, coming here. Destined yeah, destined to be murdered every time. And what he says is like, um, he feels that you know, Flash Team Team Arrow can't protect it from Vandal Savage. Um, he's killed him two hundred and six times, and then Cisco's like, "Yo, so you're over two hundred and six? Like, what do you think's gonna be different this time?" Which is a great point. Like, like, what are you gonna do different? Did you have you found his weakness after all these times? They say like every time he kills them, like he draws from their life force. That's what keeps him going. He gets stronger. So Merlin pops in again. He says that Savage is looking for the staff of Horus, and it's gonna make him near impossible to defeat. So Carter tells her like you need to emerge now. That's the only way we're going to be able to survive this. Go back to Star Labs. Uh, Joe comes in. Wells is dying. Um, he sends Patty away. Like, Patty's like, Joe, you need something? She's like, he's like, go. Go. Just get out of here. <laughs> yeah. You've and, done enough, Patty. Yeah, no, right? I'm sorry. You've done enough, Patricia. There you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just call her Spivet at that point. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, he sends her away. Caitlin tells Joe that, you know, I need Jay's help. Like, I need you to get Jay. And, like, if, for a split second, I thought it was weird that Joe had Jay's phone number. But why wouldn't he have his phone number? Like... If it's still, like, a T-Mobile thing where you have, like, a top five people you call, it should all be those people who you're risking life and death with, like, all the time. So it makes sense he has his number. Fave five. Yeah, fave five. Is that what it was? Yeah. So we cut to the top of a building. And Carter's telling Kendra, like, I want you to jump. And Perry's like, yo, like, she can't jump off the building. And Oliver's like, yo, maybe she needs to jump off the building. Like it was, it's interesting to see them like change roles like that because you think of Flash as being the like, happy-go-lucky, optimistic guy, and all of like Green Arrow is like the cold, brooding. You know, life's not fair, and the only thing that's true is my arrow. Yeah, um, he says, yeah, because he's like, well, what you said, what she said, what he said, what Cisco has saw, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Exactly. So Carter, you know. Pushes her off the building. Well, <laughs> He's like, I, got, I got you. But she was only up she there. She jumped up there. Like, oh, maybe I can do it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, no, no, no. And then Carter's like, yeah, no, jump. And yep. he shoves her, shoves her. And Barry, thinking quickly, did save her before she hit the ground. Because she was going to hit the ground. <laughs> she was. There were no wings coming out. None. And then Carter, like, he's still chilling. He's like, yo, like, eh, something's holding you back. I don't know what it is. But, like, we have to try again. Yeah, yeah try it again. Um, so Oliver says, like, Kendra has to play a part saving herself. Like, you know, you, you're trying to save her. Like, she has to contribute here. Um, Barry feels he's overwhelmed at this point, man. And Oliver lets him know, like, you really can't control everything. Because he's like, yo, I'm a superhero. I've never felt so powerless lately. Like, because he's been taking a few L's lately. Like, it's, it's been rough for Barry. But yeah, he tells him, he's like, yo, you can't control everything. Um, he says, you know... We need to, uh, he says she'll get her wings and then she can fly you back to Central City. And then he has an epiphany. He's like, Central City. Um, he goes to Felicity. He's like, I think the staff's there because they couldn't find it. Like, they're trying to locate where it may be. And Felicity tracks it down. 
and kind of what it is, you know, he remembers her saying she was drawn to that place. And so they're like, yeah, Central City's probably where it is. Um, because, you know, shows like this, you can't have three separate sets. Only right. Two. She was drawn from Milwaukee or from Wisconsin mm-hmm. to Central City because of, because of the rally. I see. Um, they actually have Carter stay. Um, so I kind of get that. Like, if we get you both in front of Vandal Savage and he kills both of you, we certainly won't be able to stop him. So both of you shouldn't be in the same place at the same time, which, again, is like Hancock. Like, the kind of thing was they couldn't occupy the same space because it was killing them. So, yeah, they have Carter stay. Um, they go off to Central City to stop Savage. And we get, like, my the nifty little dual uniform shot. Because, of course, Flash has space in his, you know, in his um, costume case for a Flash costume right next to his. Because, you know, yeah. why wouldn't he? Um, and then I actually, like, meme that, too. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, somebody actually wheezed it a little bit better. The Easter suit oh, the was definitely outfit. better. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I'm not going to tell him it was good, though. I'll find out later. <laughs> Let's see. Jay does come in to help. Well, he, he doesn't know who that person is anyway. Oh, yeah. Who's we who? Um, Again, you don't get to choose your own nicknames. You just have them, and you have to ride with them. Unless... You can be a bitch and go, hey, guys. <laughs> but, yeah. He's using some kind of weed sensitive in my vagina area. It's a nickname, man. You just you just have to accept it. Uh, Jay comes in to help Wells. He takes the Velocity 6, and he is able to phase through his chest and retrieve the bullet. Um, and we just, you know, cut to Wells being back in, you know, not critical condition, more more stable con- condition. Cisco and Kendra are once again on top of a building, and she starts to realize who she is. You know, he comforts her. He's like, I feel like I can help you. And she tells him, like, I don't know if you can with all this is going on, I feel like I need to go through it myself. I have to embrace my destiny. So you're already getting that feeling like this relationship ain't going to last. Which, I mean, you know, again, knowing the books, knowing the cartoons, you kind of already know. But you're like, oh, man, I well, want this to work out for him. But but I'm not sure what would have what's more satisfying that they don't get. Because you're like, well, it would because it almost would be mean more if if it was if the relationship had gone further. More. Yeah. yeah. If you have to stop talking, it's better early on. It's very true. It almost I mean, seems like, oh, well, at least they spared him. Yeah. Hurt. But almost like, well, I wish they would have at least, that would have been good for us as a viewer. Got to see how that built and just Cisco being happy and having a girl. Yeah. Maybe even making Golden Glider a little jealous. She show up and he got a Kendra on his arm. He's just going to be, like, drinking coffee at the coffee shop by the time she shows up again. He's chilling by himself. He's going to be staring longingly at, like, the new barista who's, like, a guy named Jim who's, like, 40. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we cut or to the just church. be, like, some goth chick. Like, yeah. And he's like, I have no use for this. Um, we cut to the church. Uh, Barry and Oliver, they run into Savage with staff. And, like, it shoots energy out of it because what else would it do? Because it's um, the uh, staff of force. Exactly. Um, you know, one bolt of energy catches Ollie. Um, Barry tries to run up and grab it, but the energy sends him flying, too. So, you know, magic. Magic has its own rules. Um, Kendra finally, like, as this is happening. But, but it was just, it was it was gentle enough that, it, you know, nobody. Yeah, yeah it didn't vaporize him. It yeah, just yeah, throws yeah. you down the aisle. Yeah. Of a yeah, about the same distance Ollie was shot. 
so yeah, you guys are together in the shot. Um, like as this is happening, um, you know, simultaneously Kendra's jumping off the building and she is able to fly. Um, Savage feels it like right away. He's like Shaira, and it causes yeah, him to he's stop. about to hit. He has them lined up, Arrow and Flash, mm-hmm. in the aisle of the church, and he's he's juicing his st- staff of Horus up real mm-hmm. big to hit him with a big a big bolt of energy or whatever. Well, he eventually does. And yeah, the church blows up, or at least the the. Uh, you know, it's a pretty solid old church. It's not really going to blow up nope. any more than that. But uh, and then he, yeah, she sprung her wings and flew, and he stopped in the middle of his downswing, and because mm-hmm. he felt, because he felt uh, her, yeah, her. Like she's back. Yeah, like her energy's back. Um, and then she flew around a little bit, mm-hmm. and Cisco marveled, and he was, I was in glad, awe as he I should was be. Glad to see he was excited for her and mm-hmm. really happy and not feeling some kind of way you know because he know like oh, well she flew this is over i can't mess with so you're telling me cisco doesn't listen to hotline bling no he's def. well if you do well because she's definitely leaving the city like <laughs> 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 she's definitely leaving the city and she'll be going out more um so yeah, but, but she did really good flying around. Her, mm-hmm. her, la- her land game was suspect. We gotta, we gotta work on that. That's, we gotta work on that. Expected. Bow legged like, chicks, man. She it's took, a, she took turns and stuff like she did. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like you said, um, you know, he stops momentarily, but he does blow up the church. Barry's able to get Ollie outside in time. Um, you know, Savage is able to get away. So he's like, "Yo, so this is a tie." He's like, "Yeah, it's about a tie," but he's there, he's not. I'll here. take that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, when she recovers from her landing, you know, Cisco's in awe, and he dubs her Hawk Girl right there. Because, yeah, you gotta have a Hawk Girl. Um, Wells comes out of his coma, and he thanks Jay for saving him. Jay's not interested in his thanks at all. He's like, yo, if you want to thank me, you keep Velocity 6 away from Barry. Uh, we cut to Team Arrow. Now, his concern is strictly the unknown you know, yeah, you know. not anything specific happening, but yeah, not knowing like what the capabilities would be exactly. Um, so yeah, Team Arrow, both Hawks, and Cisco are all summoned back to Central City to fight Vandal Savage. And this is this is the ooh, it finally happened part. You've Barry and Ollie in jitters, um, where Ollie sees the Flash drink. So again, like to juxtapose, like even though Arrow's doing good, it's like you know, it's like Batman and Gotham. They don't have a Batman day. They got a Superman day. You know, like Superman's the man in Metropolis. They have a Superman day in Metropolis. Well, I don't know if they have that specific day, but he's he's revered in Metropolis. Okay, okay. Yeah. He's revered in Metropolis, and Batman, of course, feared in Gotham. It's kind of like that with Arrow. Like he doesn't have a drink named after him. Um, and then you know the kid runs into him and drops a flash to him. And he hands it back to him. The kid's like, thanks, mister. And he runs to his mom. And I don't—I know you saw the previews, but it's his girlfriend from before he went on the boat who he got pregnant and didn't know what to do. And he told his mom, he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then his mom went to the girl and paid her a million dollars to tell him that she lost the baby. But her mom wanted her to, his mom wanted her to have the baby. And you know, like, tell. it it runs in your head as soon as it happens, though. Like, even if you don't know how old kids are by looking at them, you know 
Like, he knew she was pregnant. He knew how long ago it was. And he saw her, and he's just like, oh. So you, like, you know he's not going to walk up to her right away. You just know. Because that would make too much sense. But he's, you know, he's stunned. And he's probably like, yo, I can't deal with this right now. Yep, but, and the episode ends. Like, yeah. on, that, on that note. Like, how's Felicity going to deal with Because I, the lady I date has told me specifically. She's like, yo. I know we've been dating almost six years, but if you got an eight-year-old, it's a wrap. Like, even if you find out and you didn't know, I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. That's not I mean, fair. It, well, it's not, but, you know. <laughs> That's, he ain't. He's five. Hey, exactly. She's like, she's like, nope, I can't. I'm not dealing with nobody. It's me and you. It's not nobody else. She's like, well. There you go. Yeah, I guess she's like, I ain't signed up for this. Mm-mm. So yeah, you gotta hopefully Felicity's um, you know, a bit more in tune with uh with everybody's needs and wants. Uh so yeah. And then next week, Savage plans to kill everybody. <laughs> or next I should say tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. He plans to kill everybody. So, you know. We're gonna see how that war plays out. Looks like we're gonna get a bunch of a bunch of costume vigilantes uh fighting this guy. So yeah. Well, we also can't forget we got a spot during this show for the we got a spot for legends of tomorrow legends of the fall legends of tomorrow mm-hmm. who's legends of the fall is that that's the that's like isn't that a brad pitt movie i think it's a brad pitt movie oh, i thought it was the ring of honor faction age of the fall that was them yeah legends uh, of the fall is like long hair down by the river i think fighting over a girl i never watched it but yeah, um, but yeah, big, big, big show. And it was a uh, big, um, yeah, that was like a big promo for the show too. It's and like you have, minute, it was probably a minute long. Uh, and the thing I like, of course, the thing I'm like, I'm excited about like Captain Cold and Heat Wave. Oh yeah, they're like good guys. Yeah, release like I'm yeah. super excited because I, I like again, like I didn't see a lot of Prison Break, but I like those guys together on Prison Break. I think like whatever nerd. You know, came up with, hey, these two guys from this show that I really liked are both available, and we can have them be buddies on this show, too. Like, yeah, I'm all for that. That's cool. I don't know, you don't like those guys because they're just guys with guns. But, you know, Arrow is a whole show built on a guy with arrows. Who's really good at martial arts and rich, but... Like, those guys, I think those guys are good, and they're also good with an ensemble. But it's yeah. everything. It's what goes around that gun. Mm. Arrow makes his and designs his stuff and all that kind of stuff. Friggin' what's his face threw that together in like two days. Yeah, and it's a it's a pretty unique and complicated system, weapon system. And I think it's okay to call it that. But don't never be needing any maintenance. Cisco never need to come touch a little something up, a little upgrade in the firmware. Nothing. So it's just I have to. It like makes when me the batteries think about, run out. It, yeah, it <laughs> makes me think about too much. Yeah, I think. Um, I, yeah, I think since they're not going to be, you know, the focal point of the show, don't give me on that they're going to be gold one. Yeah, gold gun is awesome. Like if you could just gold plate anything, you do it. I would. I want some. I want some gold tennis shoes today. Just gonna make these gold J's. Gold sunglasses. Gold Xbox control. I would just do it. 
It'd be great. Gold phone. And you would ruin all of the things you own. Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually sitting here, like, in my head, like... Shoe game experience you had. Like, whose idea was this? Could you imagine how heavy those shoes would all of a sudden be? Yeah. Clunking around in some... Like, I'm looking at, like, I got this stuffed dog sitting next to me. Gold stuffed dog. Gold bishop. I don't right. think he's excited. He's looking at me. He's like, yo, don't go with me, bro. But, yeah. So, no. This is, um... Yeah, so I figured this will go up, you know, early. It'll be Wednesday morning, and then you guys can look forward to another show Thursday or Friday. You know, covering pretty much the same subject matter. Um, it'll be a show that maybe everybody doesn't watch, but hopefully, like us, you know, if you watch The Flash every week, in order to stay with the storyline, you guys do end up watching uh, this yeah, coming episode of Arrow. If you watch The Flash, it's probably going away until the new year. So when they come back, you're going to be like, or 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 this episode, it just ends with, who's that, well, who's that lady and who's that kid? Like, well, so what you think is, we'll you probably you know, get at the end of... happened to Vandal Savage? Like, yeah. But at the, at the end of Arrow, we're probably going to get something interesting about Flash. Like, if they're keeping it even. You know what I mean? Because this was like them paying off... Uh, like, if you don't watch Flash, you're missing them pay off, like, one of the really big uh, cliffhangers from the first couple of seasons of Arrow. Like, you will never know this happened if you don't watch that. So, yeah, hopefully you guys do end up, you know, watching the episode of Arrow um, coming up tomorrow. And then, um, you know, this will just be a companion piece to everything we've done so far. Um Again, we, we plan on doing Arrow. We also do plan on doing uh, Jessica Jones here this coming weekend. So if you have Netflix and you have not seen Jessica Jones, I recommend getting on that. Again, it's um, it and I don't know how serious or not serious. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Man in the high castle. We're doing it. So yeah, so this is if we, we're doing Jessica Jones. Hopefully Saturday, we will take the time Sunday. To do this show, so. Oh, I mean, you don't have to be. I mean, you got to get through it. Yeah, I mean, but I. Fun story, guys. For everybody who doesn't know me personally, I'm starting a new career this coming Monday. So the binge TV watching that I'm going to do, <laughs> this is it's going to be this week oh, or it's never man. going to happen. So yeah, that's that's what we'll dedicate the rest of the week to. We will get through that. Um, well, I mean, I, I got the time though. Like I have the time. Since you're so confident in the time you have, you might as well throw an extra 12 hours in Don't there. do it. Don't do it. You might as well. You might as well. January is right around the corner and season two is 12, upcoming. You 12 might as well watch the fucking day. monkeys. I mean, I mean, come on. <laughs> Just do it, guys. Okay. We're, you know, we're going to start with the newer show. And if we get right. 12 monkeys, we will. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, before we go... um for today's episode, not this week's, because we got another one coming up this week. Um, we do actually have a brand new iTunes review. Um, now, did we read? We didn't read Black Dog Black Dog's review, did we? It, no, you read it because it, it broke. Well, no, that was on the that was on that was on the East Coast cast in the group. So, um, Travis and I are avid pro wrestling fans, and we're in a pro wrestling group on Facebook, and we're doing um Travis's show. 
which is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast, which is every the every Wednesday evening, six thirty Eastern. Yep. On Blog Talk Radio. Um so we're doing that show and a buddy of ours from the group uh posts in our group as we're talking, he's like, Hey, um, I know I'm late to this, but Cameron and Travis do a really good job on their flash recaps. So that was cool. Like it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um so we told him he was like, Well, you know, we appreciate it. Like we'll talk about it on the show. So he actually did give us um an iTunes review. Of course, you know, the the brokenest of English. Uh they done done it one more again. So, you know, they've done it again for the uninitiated. Um, Cam and Trav have great chemistry while talking about a wonderfully written comic series. Uh, makes you wish you can chime in, but you kind of don't need to because they're saying what you were thinking. So that's awesome. Like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. And, that, and that's the best feedback we've gotten, um, you know, from various people. Like, people appreciate how detailed we are about the show. It's not just, that was good, that was bad, right. I like this guy, I like that guy. It's one, th- I mean, it's got to be, if you're searching this podcast and you see flash recap and like today i'm looking that we're coming up on you know an hour and 40 minutes and you go what and you read the reviews and you go oh well okay mm-hmm. you know it can't be detailed and th- saying what you're thinking in 40 minutes you know it can't we, keep it that yeah. tight we yeah things need to be flushed out and talked about and we know we need to spend 27 of our first 27 minutes talking about everything not flash 2 I mean, exactly that, that uh contributes but the notes are going to be so interesting today i gotta think about all the shows that we talked about today because we went all over oh, the place. to do your uh yeah what i'm gonna put down the notes and tags in are the best like mine it makes me realize like my write-ups are garbage <laughs> like yeah. half the time i'm like texting trey like talk about during yeah. the show that we just recorded i'm like i need to like what do we talk about so i i, I jot some stuff down now to kind of jog my memory but yeah my your your reviews uh that ass whooping review was, was real good or, or right and that was fun <laughs> that was just fun to talk about uh, yeah. um so we have another itunes review this is from gorilla bandito which we, i gotta ask chuck taylor to actually draw a picture of a gorilla bandito because that sounds cool um, straight up, the best Flash podcast I've found. Both hosts are well informed and engaging. Would recommend. So five stars. Like you can't can't ask for much more. Like if it's we we appreciate um well one the love um you know it's succinct that's how you feel um and that's what we aim to do. Like we you know I'm I never claim to be the most well versed guy about comics, but I'm certainly enthusiastic. Um so you know. Anything I can add to that. And then, like, people always say, like, they appreciate your enthusiasm, um, you know, to, you know, what we do. And it's just fun. Like, this is really, guys, what me and Travis and a couple of other friends, you know, Josh and Shahid, a few other people. This is what we do all the time. <laughs> like, we sit down and are watching the same thing, and we just talk about it and talk about it and talk about it while it's on and after it's on. So, right. Yeah, this in, is- some, in some kind of pair, trio, you know thing something's getting talked about some kind of show or whether it's big bang theory or even regular show me and josh Mm -hmm. you know and especially wrestling is the one thing that we all universally uh uh uh, watch and follow um but yeah whether it's yeah flash or big bang theory or game of thrones there's a pair or trio of us that that watch it and we get to yeah and then, like, me and Josh with the league, 
Like we watch right. that every week. So yeah, there's always um like yeah, there, there are things that we all if we, if we don't all four or five or six share the same interest, it's always close enough to where the conversation still goes. So yeah. Um, you know, again, this has been uh season two, episode eight of CW's The Flash, titled uh, Legends of Today. Um, today was The Flash. We are also going to do this week's episode of Arrow, and this weekend we are going to do Jessica Jones. And then, you know, we'll go from there. Uh, Man in the High Castle. I got the name right, didn't I? Yep, the Man That's in the High Castle. That's coming as well. Man in the so High de- Castle. Depending on when you listen to this, you're, uh, it's possible that it'll jump right into the Arrow recap. Yeah. And you might, or you might uh, listen to this like Monday and get six straight hours of us talking television. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so yeah, um, appreciate you guys being with us. Uh, for Travis Bryant, I am Cameron Hawkins. Again, this has been the South Congress Fan by Fan Show for CW's The Flash. And we're out. Yep. Black Bob. Some of us, we trying to make us a billion on real estate, fancy cars and them buildings. I'm trying to build foundations like a seminole and stop the wars where they looking for the mineral.